This is Calgary Today with Angela Cocott on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. And it was a few years back when Calgary was booming. It was really hard to find a doctor. I'm curious. Text me 403-974-8255. How have things been for you in the last few years? Because I've had my own doctor for a number of years, so I'm probably not understanding what some people are going through. But I'm curious about that. And and we know that our healthcare system, there are a lot of complaints we have with it. And we're always thinking, is there a better way of doing it? But when it comes to actually having a doctor and getting doctor's advice... Do we have to rethink the way we're doing things? Dr. Brett Belchance is the CEO of Maple, a practicing emergency room physician in Toronto, joins us today. Hello, Dr. Belchance. Hi there. What is Maple? So I think the the simplest way to understand what Maple is and the simplest way to think about it, it is very much like the Uber for Canadian doctors and Canadian patients. So it is a 24-7 online platform where any patient who lives in any of the seven provinces that we uh, operate in at any time of the day uh, or night or even on statutory holidays, if they have a medical need, all they have to do, just like you would do when you call a car on Uber, is click a button in our application to say that I want to see a doctor and and we have a national pool of doctors. We've got almost 100 doctors on the platform right now, and we're growing every single week. And essentially what would happen is that request would go out to those doctors, and you would be matched. Our average wait time is under five minutes. You would be matched with the doctor to actually have a consultation by either video, uh, Internet-enabled audio or instant message, where the doctor could go over your concerns, diagnose you, give you treatments if necessary, or even do things like referrals for massage or orthotics or other types of services you need. And so what we've been able to do so far is of the people that have come to see us since we started last year, we've been able to resolve 91% of people's medical needs without ever having to refer them to a, to a physical facility like a family doctor's office, a walk-in clinic, or an emergency room. Is this considered private health care? Well, for now it is. Our, our hope is that, you know, moving forward into the future, that governments will see the value in this type of care and they will choose to fund it. But for now, because it is such a new type of service, it's something that provincial governments aren't choosing to fund. But, you know, we believe that the best way to get these kinds of things funded is to get it out there, to get people using it, to get people loving it, and to show that it really works. And then as you know, we start to really realize how good this is for people to be able to have more accessible care. And not only that, how much money it's saving the system in terms of diverting people away from emergency rooms and other costly places where they might seek care in the physical world. You know, the hope is once that data starts to mount up, it'll be an obvious thing for the government to step up and fund it at that point. How much is it if I was to call you? Well, it bases, it's based on the time of day. So we offer weekday visits for $49. Um, if you're going to see a doctor on the weekend or overnight, it gets a little bit more expensive. So on the weekend, it's $79, and overnight, it goes up to $99. Uh, we do actually offer annual memberships where people can have unlimited access to the platform. So uh, our annual memberships actually come start out for an individual at under $30 a month. So you know, for somebody who you know has an, a lot of ongoing medical needs, thinks they'll be seeing a doctor quite regularly, you know, this is a great way to have access to medical care and advice around the clock on an ongoing basis where you never have to worry that you might have to wait days to see somebody to get treatment. Brett, you are uh, an emergency room physician in Toronto and was it out of that experience that you thought we got to do something different here? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, I've been working in the emergency room in Toronto for the last 13 years. And one of the things that's just struck me over and over again uh, in my years working in the ER is that so many of the patients that are coming to the ER don't really have emergencies. They have basic primary care needs. So they're coming in 
for things like urinary tract infections, eye infections, basic prescription renewals, really simple things. And, you know, when I talk to these patients and ask them why they're coming to the ER, it's because they have nowhere else to go. And that's really borne out by the statistics. So when you look at some of the larger studies, it's been shown that about almost half of all Canadians that went to the ER in the last year admitted that they were going to the emergency room, not because they had an emergency, but because they had nowhere else to go. And so, you know, when I see people waiting three, four hours in the ER for a really basic need that we could easily address online, you know, and I can tell you that only about half the patients that I see, do I ever really need to lay hands on them to physically examine them to come up with a diagnosis? I started to realize there just has to be a better way. And so, you know, we started to think about, are there other ways that we can see patients? Are there ways to do this in a more comfortable environment? And, you know, the reason why we said that Maple was the way to do it is that we started to see that in other countries, this concept known as telemedicine was just working so well. So if you look around at other countries like the United Kingdom, United States, Australia, New Zealand, they're starting to see millions of patients remote by internet-enabled video, audio, and instant messaging. And their success rates have been amazing, and the doctors have loved it, and the patients have loved it. Yet there was nothing like this here in Canada. And so we said, you know, here's a really great way to help all those people who have nowhere to go for care and also bring technology that's working really effectively in other places here to Canada so that our patients have exactly the same access as they do in other countries. And you know what? I, I applaud you for trying to marry technology with a problem that we've had for so many years. You know, we've had a problem with seeing people in a timely fashion. Emergency rooms are always packed with people who have issues that really aren't emergencies, as you mentioned. So I, I love that idea. And I think here's the thing we're always up against. We're up against this massive healthcare bureaucracy that as much as we'd like to say it's got to there's got to be a better way they are so slow to change so is that something that even your idea will be facing roadblocks because of that well you know you know the the way that we looked at it is when we first started trying to work to make change you know we spent uh, you know i personally spent a number of years advocating with government here in ontario and you know, even federally to make changes to the way that we provide healthcare to make it more accessible. And, you know, one of the things I realized that over and over again, it, you know, we're really good at talking and studying, but we haven't really done a lot to make things better. And that's why eventually, you know, when it came to Maple, when we had this idea, we said, rather than wait for government to come around, let's just do it. Let's make the platform. Let's get the doctors on board. Let's build the way to get people more convenient access. And our belief, you know, when it comes to especially government and healthcare, that the way to affect change isn't to study for years and isn't to hope that eventually government comes around. It's to really show and lead the way to build the solution and show government something that in the end they have no alternative but to say, yes, this is the right answer and to actually say yes and to fund it. And I know you say telemedicine has been around uh, for a number of years and other countries have shown the success of it. But as a physician, do you still not need that? I know face-to-face, you're going to be on Skype or whatever the, the platform is, but do you not need to physically see a patient when it comes to certain ailments? So about 50 to 70% of patients, we actually don't need to physically be in the same room to diagnose them. So, you know, there's always going to be about 25 to 30% of issues where we really have to be there. We have to either draw tests or we have to lay a hand on them. But actually, there's lots of study to show that the majority of conditions we can assess through a video exam and through the use of peripherals. So one of the really cool things that we have on Maple is our platform actually integrates with a remote diagnostic kit. And it's a really cool thing that you can actually buy at Best Buy. Anybody can buy it. And it actually connects to our kits that our doctors can actually 
get your full vitals. They can listen to your heart, listen to your lungs. All of these can be done remotely through our application, and it's only going to get better. These types of peripherals that we can connect to, you know, there's one that we can connect to that will measure your blood oxygen levels, your blood sugar levels. So now we get to the point where people with really serious chronic health conditions like COPD, like diabetes, all of these kinds of things that require regular medical attention, and especially these are the kinds of patients who might not be in great health to be able to easily travel back and forth to the doctor. Now we can actually, on an ongoing basis, manage these conditions much more effectively. And one of the keys to effectively managing these types of conditions like diabetes and COPD is being able to see a doctor regularly, which is what everybody struggles to do in our system. So not only are we providing more comfortable access, but we think we can actually make health outcomes better. You know, I like it, uh, the idea of only because right now I'm facing having to go back to my regular doctor to get a referral to another doctor that I have seen in the past. And I'm thinking, really, I've already seen you. And yet I've got to take time out of my day to go back to my GP to be able to get a referral. It uh, drives me crazy. I know it's a moneymaker there somewhere. But would that be something that at least I can dial in and say, can you give me the referral I need? So we're not referring to outside physicians yet on the platform, but what we are going to be doing actually, which we think is much more interesting, is we're actually going to be bringing the specialists on board into the platform itself. So it's not there yet. Um, Our goal right now is to expand our basic service across Canada first, which we've got about three provinces to go. Um, But what we're going to do coming uh, in mid to late fall is actually have a full range of specialists right on the platform. So, you know, if you needed to see a dermatologist or a cardiologist or a neurologist or even a cancer specialist, all of those would be right on Maple and you'd be able to book them right on the platform so that you wouldn't even have to do that, you know, step of going to the intermediate family physician, getting that referral and then waiting a few months to see the specialist. You'd be able to go right to the specialist that you wanted to see and see them in a matter of days. So you've been doing this, you say, for the past year, seven provinces on board. Alberta is one of them. How many, how many patients have you seen in that time? Is there a number you can put on that? Yeah, so we've treated about 7,000 patients so far, um, and so we're really happy with that. The numbers are growing every day. Um, you know, we really pride ourselves on the metrics that we've achieved with those patients. So there's a few things that we always look at in terms of our patient care so far. One is, what are the wait times? Two is what percentage of issues are we able to resolve? And number three is how happy are those patients? And so, you know, I told you the wait times are on average under five minutes. I can tell you I don't like to quote these numbers because I don't like people to hold us to them. In the last month, our wait time was 2.7 minutes on average. So it was almost instant care, which we were really happy about. Um, In terms of issue resolution, the thing that I mentioned already is we've been able to fully resolve 91% of issues, meaning that we weren't unable to care for people, that we weren't sending them back to the doctor's office, that it wasn't a waste of their time to come on their platform. They were getting full care. And then the other thing when it comes to customer satisfaction is just like when somebody takes an Uber ride, at the end of a visit on Maple, they get to rate their experience out of five stars. And we've been really proud that 95% of our patients so far have rated us five out of five stars, which is almost a perfect rating. And we get ratings and reviews from people along the lines of, you know, I'm never going back to a physical doctor's office. This is the best doctor's visit I've ever had. You know, I'm, I'm honestly overwhelmed with how easy this was. The feedback has been unbelievable. And when I think about that compared to what I see in the average emergency room where I work, you know, where we struggle to have 65% of people saying they're satisfied with their visit, and most people say they would absolutely avoid ever coming back if they could, you know, these are things that we're really proud to see, which is people actually having a good experience in healthcare. Have you had uh, criticism from um, colleges, physicians uh, in those different provinces, even within provincial governments? Are they, uh, are they watching closely what's happening here with Maple? 
Well, we've had a lot of dialogue with some of the provincial governments, yeah. and you know, some have you know had sort of tepid, lukewarm responses to say, you know, we're going to keep our hands off of this. Some have actually been quite supportive. So, especially in some of the provinces where we're operating, where they have a shortage of physicians, they've actually really welcomed this as a way to provide more care that they haven't been able to provide. Uh, we haven't had a huge amount of criticism, and that's because telemedicine is really well established. Especially some of the provincial governments have actually brought in their own telemedicine programs to deal with very specific needs, like certain underserviced northern communities yeah. and special programs for people with special kinds of disabilities. So, you know, they've embraced the telemedicine works already. And so a lot of them have really looked with great interest to what we're doing to say, you know, is this potentially a model for how we could expand telemedicine to the greater population? So in fact, what we've seen more than anything else is actually a great curiosity on the part of government to say, maybe there's something here that we can learn from private industry. And we've been actually really positively impressed with that attitude. And Brett, so I, I could um, contact you through Maple and pay that fee up front. Would you be able to write a prescription for me? Yes, so we can absolutely prescribe medication. So our system is actually, we have a database of every single pharmacy in the seven provinces that we're operating in. So the way that it would work is that you would have your visit, and during the visit, you, you know, you'd see the doctor on video. They might use a peripheral if you had one at home to listen to your heart and lungs and get your vitals, and at the end, they'd come up with the diagnosis, and they would prescribe you the medication with a digital prescription, which you would accept. And then what would happen is, at the end of your visit, you'll have a map that would pop open, and our system will locate you physically in space where you are, and you'll see on the map all of the pharmacies in your area, and you'll be able to digitally pick the pharmacy pharmacy that you want your prescription sent to. And what we'll do then is in the background, we'll actually fax that prescription straight off to the pharmacy that you've chosen and let you know when it's there for you to call the pharmacist to go pick it up. And there are safeguards in place so that I'm not able to do double prescription, go from one doctor to another doctor. You know, we always have that concern of the multiple prescriptions. Yeah, absolutely. So we, we track all of the visits that are done on the system, and we can see the prescriptions that you've received. So were you to keep making visits, we would be able to see that, and our physicians would know not to continue prescribing double medications. The other thing that's really important to note is that we don't prescribe any dangerous or controlled medications. So we will not prescribe on maple things like narcotics, yeah, things like stimulants, and all the things where people might want to do something like that. And we find it's very rare that anybody would ever look for a double prescription for antibiotics or a double prescription for thyroid medication. We find that these are very rare abused. Brett, thanks so much for telling us about it. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. You bet. Dr. Brett Belchetz, he is the CEO of Maple. He also is an emergency room physician in Toronto. Coming up after the break, I want to get uh, some reaction from the Hasking School of Business, uh, University of Calgary prof, on whether or not this is a good idea. Should we be looking at this as we try to change the problems with our healthcare system? I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today. I have to say on the surface, I like this idea. And I know some people will say, oh, this is like private health care. I couldn't afford to have this special time with a, a doctor online. But if you're able to then free up space in emergency rooms or you're not going to emergency for something minor or you don't have to go to your GP just to get a prescription filled. I want to talk to Chad Saunder. He's assistant professor at Haskane School of Business. Chad, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you. On the surface, what do you think of this idea of maple? Yeah, no, I mean, I think this is this is sort of the future. I mean, I think people uh, generally have this as this type of technology as part of their day everywhere except healthcare, and and really the expectation is coming that that it's, it really needs to be part of the healthcare space as well. 
Well, even our doctor mentioned that uh, some provinces are already using telemedicine in remote areas, places that aren't, they don't have a physician on staff. And so is this the, the biggest issue, though, that our healthcare system has to be willing to look at, will almost drag itself into the 21st century? I think the um, on the innovation side, I mean, I think we see lots of innovation across healthcare, <laughs> um, and this is just sort of one area that's been probably a little slower than others. And I think a lot of it driven by, um, you know, legitimate concerns around privacy and and those types of issues that that are really paramount in healthcare. But at the same time, the technology and the demand from from patients um, is really driving us to to work harder (laughs) to make it happen, essentially. Well, and, and as I said, when it comes to, he was calling it almost like the Uber of healthcare because we are, we're used to being able to go online and do different apps. So here's something that would uh, keep us out of a doctor's office. And if we're able to convince our healthcare system to adopt it, then it isn't seen as private healthcare. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, there's a, there's an organization here in, in Calgary that I, I've worked with, um, called Breaks Grid, and they have a similar sort of offering. And, and what we're seeing in that space is essentially the, the real benefit, uh, initially comes from a lot of the administrative stuff that you, you sort of mentioned. It's, you know, just booking appointments, um, you know, canceling appointments without, you know, penalty, um, even some of the things around, uh, renewing prescriptions. But often it's it's really this is offered to sort of existing patients, so there's already an established relationship with the patient, right? And all those you know other concerns sort of go away in that context. And then, um, but you know, as, as that sort of gets in place, then now the clinician is able to offer additional services. And it's it's not that long ago that um, you know, within Alberta we've actually been allowed to even bill for uh, these types of consults. So I think that's been a that's been a significant shift in terms of you know one this is this has removed the disincentive to do this, um, and on top of that I think it's it's recognition from the healthcare system itself that you know this needs to sort of happen with a whole bunch of caveats yeah. but at the same time it, it needs to sort of happen. Uh, Chad, what's the group you work with? I'm uh, with uh, the Haskane School of Business. No, I'm sorry, uh, you said Breaks. I just didn't catch. Uh... Oh, the the company's name is Breaksgrid. Breaks Grid? Bright. Okay. Sorry, Bright. <laughs> I want to make sure I hear it right. Bright. They're going to they're gonna chuckle because they always get hassled for their name. It's called Bright Squid. Oh, Bright Squid. <laughs> and, and Bright Squid, though, would it be a similar thing that we're talking about with Maple? Yeah, it's a similar sort of idea in the sense that, that their offering is, is really around the secure sort of email. So, again, a, a secure form of communication mm. between patient and clinician or even between clinicians. Well, as I say, I want to advance uh, health care and some of the changes we need to see in it. So Bright Squid, I'm glad I heard that correctly. <laughs> Chad, thanks so much for your time today. Thank you. Chad Saunders, he is an assistant professor at the Haskane School of Business. want to take a break here, 403-974-8255, just to get your initial reaction to that. Would you be in favor of saying, yeah, if it's in the public health system or maybe even if it's in the private system, I would love it if I was at home and I was having an ailment. Can you imagine you don't have to go to your doctor's office where everyone else has some disease that you're going to catch or some illness you're going to catch? 403-974-8255. I'm Angela Cocott. You're listening to Calgary Today. Calgary Today with Angela Cocott, weekdays at 3 on News Talk 770 Calgary.